have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Kalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas. There's no place like home for the holidays. Now that'll make your eyebrows raise, boys. Oh, we're back. Welcome back to H365. Oh, it feels like it's been forever. Ooh. This jam. This is my favorite Christmas jam. It's definitely my favorite. Like, it's... An underrated gym. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's be, so, I, maybe, maybe not for all of us. But oh. <laughs> come on. It's oh. <laughs> Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's got some uh, memories attached to it for me, honestly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. Thank you for putting that new intro together for us, man. Yeah, I, 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 love it. I wish we could have had it sooner. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. We, yeah. we got it now. I didn't have enough time to uh, piece one together. That one might be a tad bit too long, but I like the way that it flows. Oh, it. uh, it's, but... it's perfect. I, I love the fact that you put Clark in there. Yeah, that's the best way to start us off. <laughs> Starting us off, it's the Halloween three six five podcast. I guess right now the holiday three six five podcast. Justin, Chad, Jeremy, we're back again with another Christmas episode, boys. Yeah, 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 we're here, and you know what they say. Because it's definitely going to be me, because we're talking about some awesome stuff today. Somebody's going to be busting on this podcast. Oh, man. Uh. Uh, Yeah, we've got a good episode. Um, Not only will we have you uh, a little handy recipe from Jerome Jurinovich, a.k.a. Jeremy, a.k.a. uh, Dark Hours with Mr. Salyers at the end of the pod, but today we're going to talk about uh, Home Alone, specifically two main things of Home Alone, right, Chad? That's right, yeah. One of those things we're going to dive into tonight is going to be about Mr. McAllister's bill. We need to find out what's going on with that, that money. 
He like, spent a fucking lot. He had to have spent a lot of money. <laughs> he spent a lot of money. Now that <laughs> that is that? a possibility. Because <laughs> why? He's a coke dealer. Uh, we may. Okay. We're going to dive into that, too. <laughs> there is a good possibility that that is true. But also, after we talk about his bill and we talk about what job he could have had and probably did have, we wanted to dive into uh, if the burglars would have even lived through the night with the shit that Kevin did to him. And I say if because if you really look at it, it was kind of brutal. And we also did a poll on the uh, Halloween... 365 Instagram and oh what we did yeah yeah did I didn't a poll. even know so. yeah well you've been recovering from the vid I'm sorry so. yeah I, no. I've been out of the loop we did we did a poll and it looks like that sixty uh, percent out of a hundred of our listeners believe that it would have killed them oh yeah yeah I mean, that's a, that's a way to keep it grim <laughs> on here too even if we are talking Christmas it's still yeah. grim. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Copeland, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to be joining us tonight and probably through the future podcasts. Uh, so, Kenneth, do you think that uh, that would have killed him? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got a, a real good segment on that where we're going to actually give you a medical breakdown on the shit that happened to him, and uh, we'll we'll come with a, a conclusion for the listeners to see if the sixty percent was correct or if the rest of the uh, voters were correct on saying yeah. that they would have lived. And this is just going to be Home Alone one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two, he would have died from being hit in the head with a brick. That's a whole. Oh, yeah. It's game that, over. Game. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> twenty so stories and a fucking brick hit him in the face. Oh man, I, I will be diving into a little bit of the expenses in Home Alone too, but mm-hmm. not, yeah, not, mostly the room service stuff. Um, oh yeah, no, I was just talking about the injuries. That's a whole. Yeah, yeah, of course. But to, to set the mood, set the mood a little bit. I think we need a little mm. bit of that. Mm. Oh, Ooh, is that John a crackling Williams. fireplace and John yeah, Williams? I hear. Yeah, a little bit of both. When the Harry Potter movies came out, I I always was kind of angry because the, the, this theme and that theme sounded kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Were, were, were you guys ever, like, aware well, of that? I mean, wasn't it, Columbus, I mean, I wasn't it Columbus's vision? Well, I mean, I know it was both John Williams, but... <clears throat> um, um, and Chris Columbus both directed Home Alone and Harry Potter. Um but I don't know. At the, when I was a kid, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like with Danny Elfman. You know, like almost anything he does, you can you can hear a little bit of similarity. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, speaking of uh, Columbus, he wants to do uh, the Harry Potter, uh, like Harry's Child's movie. The what is it? The Cursed Child or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 He only did the first two Harry Potter movies, but he's wanting to do this one. Yeah. Um, could be interesting uh, i mean you know he's the master of christmas so uh i'll give i'll give him that for sure well who's up to bat first today well i'm kind of curious as to what uh <laughs> give us a bill i want to check i need a receipt <laughs> on what so home alone the the dad not only did he live in this big ass house 
And then he invited his brother over with their umpteen fucking kids that they had. So he was feeding all of them. And we're not even going to, I mean, like, that's a whole other thing. But then he also paid for everybody's ticket to go to Paris. Exactly. Their so, and back round trip ticket. Yeah. So no. so here's this. Go ahead, Jeremy. What was that? Oh, I was just going to say the first one. Uh, oh, we're just focusing on the deal with the whole Paris thing. Okay, I was going to say the we'll first one add, I thought they went yeah. to Florida. Um, no, the first one they went to Paris. Yeah. Oh, the second one they went to Florida. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So let's talk about the house first of all. So that house estimated in real life on the market for $1.585 million. And this is in Chicago, right? They live in Chicago? This is in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and in John Hughes' fictional Chicago, because for whatever reason, John Hughes loves to set his movies in Chicago. Um, rest in peace, John Hughes. But um, a few clues kind of give us uh, some indications on, on, on these expenses that mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it's Kevin's a, dad. I like the house as far as the house <laughs> goes. <laughs> It's nice. Which it's a nice ass house. You can stay at the Home Alone house on Airbnb. It's You can rent it out right now. And if you're lucky enough, two men will actually show up at the... I'm just kidding about that. I, <laughs> I guess not. He was on the neighborhood. It could have went downhill <laughs> since then. It is Chicago. Let's be honest. <laughs> it gets uh, hot. Sometimes it, it gets hot. It, sometimes it gets hot, but I'll tell you one thing. It, <laughs> I can't cue it up fast enough. I've never seen hot. Until it gets hot in Texas. <laughs> Thank you, Kenneth. That's, Kenneth. Kenneth knows, man. Um, but anyway, let's talk a little bit here. Let's. Fifteen tickets from Chicago to Paris. Fucking fifteen on Christmas. Eleven of which were coach. Four of which were first class. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about the the difference in first class and coach. I didn't even think about that. Even yeah, I was in- going to say, like, um, as far as with the plane tickets, I don't know what the price of it was in the 90s, but even then, that that amount, and what, four, you said four was first class? Yeah, uh, four first class. Uh, we, we, we find this out by the dialogue between Kevin's yeah. mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, because he says, uh, I feel, don't you feel kind of like a hill with the kids riding in coach yeah. and us riding in yeah. first class? Which you can't only think about how the price of the tickets has increased. You also have to think about whatever whatever the mom and dad were getting paid, whatever money they were making, they would be making more now because of inflation. So yeah. they yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Like uh the estimated um would have costed a whopping $35,320 just to do that. 35 That's a lot of money. <laughs> I I cannot tell you how much that is like, that's my salary, oh, man. God, like that, is, is that, that back. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, those round trip tickets. Okay. You got any cash, Frank? Sorry, travelers <laughs> checks. <laughs> is what travelers checks. Ah, <laughs> uh, not to mention before they took off on their little flight, hundred and twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. To pay for ten boxes of pizza, which was paid for in cash, I might. Oh add. yeah, that's a uh, hundred and twenty-two fifty. Yeah, well, yeah. Frank goes. <laughs> some, some, ooh, it's not ooh, my house. It's my brother's. My brother, he'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
Oh god. Uh, apparently that would cost about an average of $228 today, so it better be some damn good pizza. Yeah, you could have just skipped all that and bought from Little Caesars and been done well, with the I, shit. I think they they buy from Little Ninos. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Nero's, isn't it? L- yeah, maybe that's what Nero's. it is. Yeah. Nero's, yeah. Oh, yeah. They should have cut half of that off because oh. he kept hitting the fucking statue. Oh my god! Just think of that, like cause Little Caesars and then Little Nero. Nero was a bad bastard. Why would you want his pizza? <laughs> oh god, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Uh, Nero. <laughs> so, um, another little tidbit here is uh, replacing the basement staircase that Kevin decided to uh, lovingly cover in tar, which would have averaged anywhere between nine hundred to fifteen hundred dollars at best. Uh, not to mention that he completely tore out the shelves in Buzz's room. Mm. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna estimate that on the high end because of the the whole issue with Buzz's room. And this is just the first movie. Yeah, this is just movie one. Uh, I'm gonna dive into a little bit of uh, uh, movie two, even though it was Uncle Rob and Aunt Georgette's house. Um, but still, you got to think of the fucking bill that he got from Kevin in the second one. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Room service. You better not wreck my turkey, little sapphire <laughs> Your dad's paying good money for it. I love that line so <laughs> Credit card? You got you it. You got it. Doesn't tell oh, forgive me, Mr. Cheapskate. So. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't want to ruin oh, your good yeah. time. <laughs> oh my god. So, in the second movie, um, 14 tickets from Chicago to Miami at Christmas for first class, 10 coach. How did we lose one kid? Seriously, I mean, that's ridiculous. It's estimated at about $9,927. That's a shitload of money, people. Oh, yeah. $9,000. So this was the early 90s. It's already adding up, I'll tell you right now. Good God. A night in one full-size Plaza Hotel's finest suites. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the hotel again? Uh, the Ding Ding Dong <laughs> or something like that. I don't oh, remember. Oh, God, I can't remember. Because uh, there was a commercial. and Wasn't it the Plaza Hotel? I thought it was I the Plaza Maybe it was the Plaza. Yeah, okay. Okay, my bad. So even though Kevin asked for the finest suite... It is highly unlikely that he would have put together something as grand as the Royal Suite that they offer for $30,000. But he did, however, get a VIP room, which placed him at the bracket of $2,915 for one night. How fucking long was he there? I think two nights in the movie. Oh, He wasn't there as long as it was made out to be. I'll, I'll say that. One of those little refrigerators you open with a key. key. Uh, also, Kevin's dad decided to uh, spend a night at what looks like the dodgiest hotel in Miami um, at a whopping $99 a night. You want to know why? Because he didn't recover <laughs> from the year before that. He spent thirty-five grand to go to Paris. <laughs> but we got to calculate it in. We have to calculate it in. Oh, man. Ugh. It's a lot of money. That's the still. reason why the second trip was to fucking Fort Lauderdale. 
Kevin well, decided to also. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say also. Uh, you got to think he probably got that hotel just because Kevin had all his credit cards. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, he probably had to. It was one of those ones where you take like a hooker on your lunch or yeah. something like that. Like You're on cash. a business trip. <laughs> yeah, Frank's like, wasn't this bad on our honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's where you pay by the hour. It's probably like ten dollars an hour in the hotel. Kevin decided to also go on a hideous toy run at Duncan's Toy Chest, uh, spending mm. a whopping forty dollars and eighty-six cents in cash. Not to mention, um, he gave money to the charity. But that's okay. Well, well that's a tax write-off. He did. He did. That. But he did he get something in return. He got a turtle dove. Two turtle doves. Two turtle doves. <laughs> Jesus. I heard it in my uh, head. <laughs> I can have two. Oh, you got what you can have. Two you have to have two. So you keep one and you give the other one to someone who's very oh special. What is he? Me? Well, this is going to sound horribly mean, but what is... Uh, let's not say bum. What is the vagrant lady, the pigeon lady? What is she going to do with that turtle dove? What tree does she have to hang it on? <laughs> she has all the trees in Central Park. Oh, my she's God. Gonna, she, the same tree she's going to hang herself from, most likely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I want to know what happened to her. I mean, come on. That would have been a good uh, spinoff story. It would have been. So here's here's a question, too. Um well, no, I think I'll just answer that in my head myself. The insurance probably paid for the window, right? I wouldn't think the McAllisters would be paying for that store. Window. I would assume, yeah, because I think he even says in his note, he's like, I hope you have insurance or something like that. That's the nicest <laughs> I'm sure, way to put I'm it. I'm sure that Duncan had insurance. Come on. Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of saved his ass because there wasn't oh, yeah. going to be any money. On top of this, we've got 13 more tickets from Miami to New York. On Christmas Eve, given that it's a one-way flight, most likely, it probably would have come out to about $1,872, assuming they all got back home in one piece. Oh, However, yeah. that would actually end up being another $3,150 freaking dollars. That is a lot. So, yeah, because was it the mom or the dad that showed up first, right? Which one? Uh, I the think ball. they all showed up at the same time, actually. I, I thought that one uh, yeah, of them no, showed up beforehand. Right. No, Why the, the fuck one. would you fly the whole shit and family out? Send the rest of the sons of bitches <laughs> to Chicago. <laughs> even even what's-his-name was there. Uh, uh, um, Floor. Floor. What was his name? Is that his name? Fuller. Fuller, Fuller. yeah. Fuller, yeah, that's... <laughs> God <laughs> almighty. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, easy on the Pepsi, kid. Um... Moving along, we got about two dozen paint cans, luckily for Uncle Rob's brownstone. And oh, renovation. yeah, because that was Uncle Rob's renovation house. Mm. Oh, that hurts my soul. I forgot that it wasn't just a random house. The, the dad probably had to pay Rob back for fucking up his house. <laughs> he did, and Rob didn't even go on the trip this time, I don't think. No, Rob was probably oh. still in fucking Paris, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. Uh so $45 a can, it all comes out to about $1,000 just in paint alone, not to mention the uh, ungodly amount of uh, uh, money it probably would have cost to take care of the renovation expenses since all hell broke loose. 
this kid would be in foster care. <laughs> At this stage, yeah. <clears throat> Get out. Um, here's a big one. Plaza Hotels Room Service. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Cheeks, bony backs, Cliff. It's not it's true. Give me leg. <laughs> he said I can go it's on not... forever, baby. <laughs> Cliff's like, it's not true. It's true. <laughs> it's so damn funny, dude. Smooching. What was his name? You were here and you were smooching with my brother. <laughs> You've been smooching with everybody. The old man's like, it's not true. <laughs> Jeremy and oh, I God. used to laugh so hard at the scene. It's that scene. It's before they walk yeah. in. Whenever uh, he goes, get out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'll slap you silly. <laughs> we used to rewind that fucking thing on that VHS so many times. Oh, God. Kevin spent a whopping $967.43 in room service, which would have came out to a total of today at $1,659. That's a disgusting This whole thing's making me sick. 36 chocolate-covered strawberries is actually on that list. Um, Eight (laughs) strawberry tarts of some sort. Um, Six custard flans. Mm. Bananas, whipped cream, strawberry syrup, chocolate syrup. Oh my god! Oh, this is just a room oh, service bill, too. Yeah, this is just, yeah. This I'd is, be uh, shitting like a madman for months. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, this isn't counting the expenses, you know, done to the the the, the house of uh, Rob and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the grand total though that we're looking fifty five thousand dollars. Thirty-six cents between the two movies. Yeah, between the two movies. Oh, he could have paid off a lot of his mortgage with that. Now, I don't know what inflation would look like <sighs> on. That's in the nineties, so t- on an average today, that would have to be around over a million, right? Like it would have to be. Uh, what ninety-one? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, $55,000? Hang on, I've got it right here. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Or or at least a close... Mm. So, let's say if if it was 1991, uh, from 1991 to 2021, uh, 55,000 would have equaled to $112,248.38 in today's money. Oh, Jesus, that's still a shitload of money. I was expecting way more. It went up 104% wow. from 1991. Wow. He's rap yeah. bait. <laughs> <laughs> including how many shrimp that fat bastard buzzed whenever he was in Paris. He grabbed the whole goddamn he shrimp. Did. He, he just grabs it all, man. And he, he sh- the, the big shrimp, too, and he's shaking them at him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you go. There you go. Um, Kevin. That's a lot of money. That trout-sniffing little bastard ought to kill him. I don't even know that many people that make that much money a year. Like, it's rare. 
to right. find somebody. You gotta have a hell of a job, and, and kissing a lot of ass to make mm-hmm. that much money. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. Which uh, brings us to our next big query. Our next big question is: What did the dad do? And it couldn't have been just the dad. The mom worked too because she was dressed in business suits and shit. If you think about it. So the mom and dad both had to work, the McAllisters. And what jobs did they have? So I've done some research on it, and I've got our accurate, correct answer, but I want to go over a couple theories first. One thing that I would like to go over is a fan theory on Reddit about Uncle Frank. A lot of people on Reddit seem to think that it could be possible... That Uncle Frank wasn't being a cheapskate, that he's broke because he owes money to the mob. So in order to pay the mob back, he tells them to send two of their guys over while they're in Paris to rob his brother blind. I like that. I like that. I I almost, I think that was supposed to be the original plot, wasn't Mm, it? I don't know. I don't know. still good. He didn't expect Kevin to be there, and damn sure didn't expect for uh, Kevin to stop the two goons. That's the theory, is that the brother tried to get them to rob his brother blind so he didn't get his kneecaps broken. It's no wonder he hates Kevin so much. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which, the other fan theory is that the mom didn't work at all, and Kevin's dad is a high-ranking member of a mafia, and that's the reason he has all the money. I don't see that on the likely side, because if you really look at the movie, they drop subtle hints as to what the dad and mom could be doing. But, um, the whole thing was, their novelization of the movie was written by Todd Strasser, and in it, he kind of does talk about what they do for a living in the novelization. So, the mom... And we see hints of this in the movie. Uh, In different rooms, you see mannequins. So it is the conclusion that his mom is a fashion designer. Not for like a big company, but for smaller companies that are probably based in Chicago. So it would make sense that she would make decent money being a fashion designer and has all the mannequins around the house. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That makes perfect sense. Woo. There I figured she was one of those prostitutes that took credit cards. No. no <laughs> credit <no>. card? <laughs> you got, got it. it. I, was, I was hoping for that. So the no. most likely answer that Kevin's dad's job is that he is a prominent businessman, but it is confirmed in the novelization that he is a day trader, so he does stocks. Okay. And that's the reason why the both of them combined are able to pay for these. Forget it, Frank. We have cash. Yeah. I'll go ahead and hand over all the, what was it, 122 50 for 10 pizza? Get the hell out of here. He's got a mouthful <laughs> of pizza. Traveler's cash. So, yeah. Um, we've got a uh, day trader, a stock market. Uh, trader and a fashion designer. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
It does make sense, but still I would have been fucking mad about the damn bill. I mean, come on. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't know. Like I, I still I just don't appreciate Frank. He's a demon. No. He's a little demon. Watch a demon die. Watch it die right in front of it. Just get some money, you can't stand it. <laughs> I don't like Frank. Frank's a horrible uh, person. Well, I mean, especially if the theory's right, and he did hire uh, Harry, and, uh, oh, God, Marv. I mean, why did I almost say Lloyd? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harry <coughs> Lloyd. I'll tell you uh, what, those two would not be able to get it done. Uh, I would pay to watch that movie, though. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, yeah, them trying to rob to pay their rent. That would have been funny. Petey. Pretty bird. <laughs> but Pretty I see bird. the thing that kills me about that theory automatically is uh, they're going around that whole neighborhood. Well, no, actually, I guess that would make. He's like, yeah, just go ahead and rob the whole neighborhood. Uh, mm, well, yeah. yeah, and Frank doesn't act like he knows the, you know, the cop. Right. Uh, well, yeah. you know, um, Harry when he comes down, he's like, oh, this is my brother's place, you know, and he walks away. Yeah, quick. Quick little interaction, like, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Not only does Frank get a free trip, but he's also going to pay off his debts. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it does. <clears throat> I'm convinced. Best I, of both worlds. Convinced. Jumbo shrimps. Yeah, you know what? He's the bastard that brought the shrimp out, too. They said, yeah. Frank, those are for later. He's like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, okay, so we have figured out the mystery of what the dad does, how much he actually spent, and how f fucking physically sick I would have been after seeing the bill after all of this. Yeah. But we have yet to talk about uh, the details of how Kevin destroyed the house trying to protect it, and if these men would have died. Um, so this is... A 100% accuracy in diagnosis because these are doctors that reviewed each individual injury in the movie and they kind of give us a quick breakdown of what would have happened and why it would have uh, hurt them in the way that they say that it did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's coming, Kenneth. So, <laughs> right off the bat. Ooh, this, this is good. Right off the bat, first thing we'll start off with is the BB gun. Five potential shots with the BB gun. So the diagnosis is a laceration on the forehead. Uh, close range probably wouldn't be enough to fracture the skull, but it would definitely break the skin and get lodged into deeper tissue. Uh, now, I, I got shot in the ass close range with a BB gun before, <laughs> and it didn't get lodged in. It bruised really bad, but... Mm -hmm. um, and then... The shot through the crotch of the pants, depending on the fabric, but uh, there could and probably would be a serious, long-lasting damage to the testicles if it was a direct hit, especially at the range. Yeah, no, that one. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of forgot that he even did that to him. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. That was broken the, that, some skin. Yeah. That was right off the bat. What was the first thing? Well, it looked like he had wool on whatever he was wearing, so it probably wouldn't wouldn't have hurt. Really, I mean, it still would have yeah. hurt, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so next is our cumul cumulative uh, falls from the stairs, whether it be the concrete steps outside or the stairs inside of the house. Uh, it's 15-plus different injuries that could have happened from these falls. 
So we have to take into consideration that Marv and Harry were both older dudes at this point in time, right? They're not young guys. And yeah. these doctors also take into that as into consideration. So the injuries that they would have sustained from the falls, neither one would have been able to get up after any of the falls, according to the doctors, especially at the age that they are at. Any one of the tumbles would have been enough to send them to the ER immediately. They both would have suf suffered from herniated discs or fractured tailbones, multiple spinal fractures, broken limbs and ribs, serious deep tissue bruising, stone bruising, internal bleeding, and that's just the start. It's uh, a stone the coccyx or the tailbone would have definitely been extremely painful whenever breaking. Uh, they wouldn't have been able to walk or run swiftly like they did after falling down the steps, even if they did get back up. Mm. Yeah, especially if you think about it, Harry landed on his neck at one point. Those yeah. stairs were slicker than come on a gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Kenneth, no. <laughs> God almighty, something is about to bust up in here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, sweet oh, Jesus. Man. Slicker than come on a gold tooth. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, so he did land on his neck. He would not have yeah. lived. Um, no. That was on concrete, too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those were straight-up concrete, because uh, if, even as, if you watch, like, as he's holding onto the rail, he's still having the damnedest time getting up there, slipping and sliding. Right, right. Okay. Well, then he, he puts his, like, hand on his stomach for center mass. Just to oh, make yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to fucking make a difference. Um... <laughs> The next one, and this one was one of my bugaboos. This is one of the ones that hurt me, um, was the nail in the foot. And that could have produced seven possible uh, injuries. This one looks painful and definitely injured some tendons in the foot that the nail went through. Uh, the very slim chance that it missed every tendon in his foot and had a clean break. The lingering effects of this injury could get intense if not properly treated immediately. <clears throat> Deep tissue infection and cellulitis, bacterial gangrene, or tetanus, depending on the nail or if they had had any recent shots. Hopefully, uh, the nail wasn't rusty. Uh, he definitely would not have been able to put a lot of weight on his foot afterwards. Mm. Plus, he had tar on his feet, so you got to think that going through, that probably sent tar. Oh, yeah, the tar through. went through, yeah, for yeah. sure. Unless, like, the tar hardened and covered up the wound so that it didn't get an infection. Maybe. I guess that could happen. I'm not a doctor, but that's just a hypothetical. Well, we know the tar didn't harden because he was having to take his socks off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then so, the... Uh, yeah, he would have had the cotton from the socks inside inside of his foot in between uh, the fucking tendons. Uh, mm. That'll make you nauseous. Okay. Next is the hand branding whenever he heated up the doorknob. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenneth, yes, exactly. Burn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we had a fourth man on the podcast. Didn't I? He's uh, always here. <laughs> so the hand branding that they suffered would have been 100% second degree burns. Uh, Blistering of the tissue, deep blistering of the tissue. The aftermath looks semi-accurate in the case of the movie, actually. 
but it would have caused decreased mobility of the hands and serious sensitivity to the area, possibly long-term sensitivity or nerve damage in that hand on that spot. In this case, uh, they the doctors did not think that an actual scar would remain forever uh, as a result of third-degree burns, but uh, some permanent color changes and mobility are very possible. So they're alive. They're alive right now still. And you think up to this point, like, I, if I was them, I would have just left at this point. Like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, if, so if the things yeah. happen in the order that we have just went through, at this point, they've got the shit beat out of them. And you, yeah. w- if the injuries are accurate from what the doctors are saying, you would want to turn around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sticking around. I don't care how pissed off I was at him. I feel like at that point, I would just want to, like, Molotov the house and leave. I think man, falling man, off. The scene hot. <laughs> I think. <laughs> just burn it down, man. I think uh, me and Chad would have turned around after. He knocked us off the fucking steps. Yeah, oh, that would have been it for me. <laughs> my <know>. disc. <laughs> Tap, tapped out. I'm done. Uh, my back. Oh, I'd have laid there. <laughs> oh, like a sciatic. <laughs> would have been like Willie in Friday, uh, <laughs> next Friday. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh goddamn. Oh. Okay, so That's next. Bosachi, you'll step it on. <laughs> you can't even spell Bosachi. F O Sachi. So the next one, I don't know why this in my head seemed like it was one that Jeremy enjoyed them doing, but this is the uh, the ornaments, them stepping on the ornaments with their feet. Ooh. Why? Why? Why would I enjoy that? I've got <laughs> <I don't> them. <laughs> uh, so that, that, God, that's... that probably hurt me more than uh, some of the others. Yeah, he was barefoot too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And yeah. tar, so there's tar and glass going back. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, Marv would he got the shit made out of him. Who, who do you think got the worst, Marv or Harry? Well, I, yeah, I think I Marv did. Marv definitely did. Because um, yeah, remember, you hold on, you skipped over one. I'm not done. We uh, they might not be in order, but there are oh, okay. many more. So. Uh, anyways, the bulb and ornaments that Marv steps on with his bare feet. Glass would have became embedded in his foot and would have needed to be removed with tweezers piece by piece, which would have proved extremely difficult even for a surgeon. He would not have been able to walk after this point at all. The embedded pieces would go deeper and deeper with every step that he took, eventually to where they were unrecoverable, cutting his foot with every step, possibly getting into nerves. Um, but it would not go as deep as the nail did. Uh, probably would have put his shoes back on, though, right? Yeah. He did not. He just kept walking with glass going in his feet. Yeah, see, like. Yeah. So they're both still alive at this point. Marv is in a lot of friggin' pain. The next one, though, is uh, for Harry. And <coughs> this one is the flamethrower. <laughs> the flamethrower on his head. Uh, this one, the doctors say, is a very serious critical injury. His skull would have melted off of the top of his head. Oh. Yeah, that would have been. Um, this is all based on how long he stayed under the blowtorch in the movie. So it would have melted. The top of his skull would have, and the skin would have melted and peeled back. Um, he stayed 
under it so long for some reason. He could have definitely walked out much earlier, but the fire would have spread to more than just the top of his skull. It would have spread down his wool coat into his mittens and onto his pants. Even the heat coming from the flame would have impacted his surrounding skin, his ears, his eyes, his eyebrows, his lips and nose. Uh, even if he possibly survived this, he would have had horrible scarring for the rest of his life. Yeah, see, the more you think about that one. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the worst. So he would have, according to them, he would have died uh, whenever the blowtorch happened. Which, what would Kevin have done if he, like, there was just a dead body? Like, he's like, I saved the house, but... <laughs> There's two charred corpses, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um... Okay, here's the next one that Jeremy keeps going into is the tar and feathering. And there's only one possible injury from this. Probably no serious injury, uh, injury but emotional scarring, if anything. Yeah. Why did he tar and feather them? I don't know. Like that was going to slow him down, I guess. That's, or you that's dress the, like a chicken. That's the kid part in him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. He sounded like a snake. Um, <laughs> so the next one is the micro machine fall. Ugh. See, that's that's the one. Um, Marv would have been dead by now, because that one happened before the light bulbs. And uh, mm. are you talking about like the um, the iron? No, this is the micro machine, the little cars. This is after the bulbs. Oh, see, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The flat iron, when it fell on his face in the basement. No, not yet. <clears throat> oh, yeah, well, okay, so well, this is obviously not in order, but... No. So, the micro-machines. This was an intense fall, according to the doctors. Uh, Marv is still shoeless at this point for some reason, so he would have potentially hurt his foot uh, even further with the shards of glass and oh. the nail in his uh, foot. They are clearly on the verge of paralysis, both of them at this point, where they would not have been able to have moved and left the house and just been able to move their eyes around, looking around, watching the cops take them away. Uh, the next one is the iconic one, the paint bucket to the face. Paint buckets are heavy, man. Yeah, so this, they claim, the doctors claim, that this could have been eight possible injuries from the paint bucket to the face. Another immediate concussion is definite, uh, causing serious long-term neurological damage at this point. Blunt force trauma to the head, a broken nose, a fractured skull is extremely possible. Um, epidural hematoma is a distinct concern at this point from having so many hits to the face, especially after having a blowtorch. Um, this would knock out more than just one tooth. Major dental work would have been needed. Uh, would need to visit the oral surgeon many times. Uh, but being professional criminals, they probably didn't have any insurance. Uh, that's just a personal opinion. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the doctors could only assume that this blow would have knocked him out cold and he wouldn't have gotten up for the rest of the night if he did not suffer brain damage. Mm. A full paint gun to the face from that height, so... Yeah. That's swinging in pretty good motion. So the tarantula on the face is another one. What? Yeah, but unless it bit him, there would be no injuries. Um, well, just, poisonous. just emotional trauma. 
It's, I guess it's just kind of to rub their nose in it. Uh, the next one is the crowbar to the chest. Oh, yeah. Th- that's uh, the one. That's that's the one that gets me the yeah. most. So that one supposedly would have caused crack ribs almost definitely and potentially more internal bleeding on top of the internal bleeding that they could be suffering already. Could have even damaged a lung depending on the hit and if it was one good solid blow. So <laughs> the <laughs> yeah no the fall from the treehouse uh, more do what I was gonna say didn't they swing into like the the brick chimney or something Yeah 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 so it's more of the same everything mentioned on the previous falls these guys should be paralyzed at this point they would not be able to get up from this one though uh, heavy. Expect heavy injuries, possible critical injuries, especially with everything else that they have went through at this point. They would have had a strain of their cervical uh, nerves and spine. Uh, Paraspinal muscles, also possible of inflation or breaking. And they would have needed a cervical collar uh, surgery to happen and for them to have even gotten back to normal if they did live. Shut up, Mark! Oh, God. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I didn't expect that. Uh, Okay, so last but not least is the shovel to the skulls. Oh, Oh, this one. (laughs) Kenneth, you're getting getting a little too rowdy over there. I'm afraid something's about to happen to you. He's going to bust. Yeah, I think he will bust if we keep it up. Uh, yeah, so the shovel to the skulls from the South Bend so- Shovel Slayer would have caused a temporary blackout, another possible concussion, uh, definitely now at risk for an epidural hematoma, which is uh, the bleeding of the brain. If there not wasn't over before all of this, it would have definitely ended right here. Uh, adding on the other injuries, the shovel to the skull would have proven fatal. They would have not been able to even walk to the cop car if they would have survived. Um, They would have been incredibly lucky to have even made it out of the house to the tree house uh, at this point. So, So, total, uh, the doctor's assessment overall comes to a whopping 85 distinct injuries over the course of one night for the Wet Bandits. So I know I, I brought it up already, but they completely left the iron out, and I and me personally, because that was in my opinion that was the worst one for me. I think that would have killed him right then and there. He wasn't leaving the basement mm. when that flat iron falls and hits him. Oh no! Face. Sorry, I missed it. No, they have it right here. Iron to oh. the face. Uh, probable concussion. Uh, it would have been an orbital bone fracture. Eye muscles can get caught in this fracture, and that would have caused the eye to deflate or explode, and that's a very serious emergency. Oh, Loss of vision could have been immediate and possible. They would have developed <laughs> raccoon eyes. <laughs> uh, bruising of tissues around the eyes, and they could have suffered a skull fracture uh, on the outsides of the orbital bone. Kevin's a monster, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Frank, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Cheap bastard. Uh. So, I guess, consensus, boys. Um, 
I think our audience was right. I don't think these guys would have lived. And this is just the first movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. The second one, it's... I feel like the bricks alone would have ended it. That, that's it. Yeah, I think the bricks would have ended it. I also think that Kevin would have ended up breaking his fucking back after falling on the pavement whenever he did. Mm. Whenever he's running through New York. Oh, and slips yeah. on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Because his, his feet go up in the fucking air, and he's... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which didn't they fall on the beads too? The the pearls whenever he oh they did yeah they yeah. Eat, they eat major shit yeah um so we uh, have went down the tunnel of Home Alone ladies and gentlemen we found out the extremely huge uh, what equals to a hundred and two thousand dollar bill that he would have gotten uh, Mr McAllister found out his job found out that Frank's a filthy bastard and that the burglars wouldn't have lived to see the second movie. Um, I'm getting kind of hungry, though, at this point. Jeremy, do you have a recipe? Yeah, yeah. You got something for it? Uh, yeah, I, know. I was about to say, you're, you're sick. Well, how would this make you hungry? But uh, <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, it's the jumbo got... shrimp I keep thinking. That's about. what it was. Damn buzz. Man, that'll get me my appetite back. I'm going to well, need hey, a pooper scooper. If you want any, somebody's going to have to barf it all up because it's gone. <laughs> uh, Quick, uh, Kev, get a plate. Get a plate. <laughs> Okay, so um, I actually got two little simple uh, Christmas ingredients or Christmas foods that you could make. Uh, with the first one being, it's a five-ingredient peppermint bark. Uh, so from the looks of it, this is uh, semi-sweet chocolate, white chocolate, and peppermint. Uh, you could also use dark chocolate. However, to make this, it, you need eight ounces of high-quality semi-sweet chocolate broken into pieces. Two teaspoons of canola oil divided, a half a teaspoon of peppermint extract divided, eight ounces of high quality white chocolate broken into pieces, and 25 peppermint candies crushed. Mm. Um, yeah, so you would, looks like, uh, let's see, get you some wax paper, smooth that baby out, um, place the chocolate and the teaspoon of canola oil in the top of the boiler, you melt it all down, um, Stir in the peppermint extract, and then you pour the melted chocolate into a prepared pan. Uh, spread evenly all over the bottom. Sprinkle half of the crushed peppermints over the chocolate layer, and refrigerate for one hour. And then there you go. You got yourself some uh, five-ingredient peppermint bark. It looks mm. very crunchy. And the next one is just very simple. It's uh, looks like little penguins, cream cheese penguins. 18 jumbo black olives, pitted. I already do not like the sound of this. Uh, one 8-ounce package cream cheese softened. 18 small black olives. One carrot. And you build it all up. One big olive on the bottom, a small olive on top. And it looks like carrots, you cut them into shapes for the feet. And you put a toothpick right down the middle to make yourself a little penguin. And of course, it's uh, you take that cream cheese to each olive right down the middle of it to give it its white front, and you got yourself little penguin candies for Christmas. Oh, I don't like olives. No, <laughs> I, don't I do, like but not with this. So uh, the rest of it sounds pretty good. To each his own. I mean, uh, yeah, if any yeah. of the listeners are interested in that recipe, um, 
you can repeat the podcast or just rewind this back a cock hair of a second. Listen to good old uh, Mr. Salliers here, and he'll tell you the recipe. Jeremy, is there a website? Yes, I was about to say allrecipes.com. And to anybody out there that likes to cook like I do, if I don't already have a recipe myself, this is where I always go to, and it's never a letdown. Okay. So that was uh, the peppermint bark and the, the penguins. Nice. All right. Well, do we have any birthdays? Anything uh, birthdays I do not, but I do have a couple of things that I'd like to mention. First off, last Friday we forgot to hit the fact that it was uh, the anniversary of Christine. Oh. Yeah. One of my favorites. The Christ- Christine came out last uh, Friday. Uh, well, not Friday. It would have been oh, yeah. the 10th, December the 10th. So I can't believe that I even missed that. So apologies there. But the movies that released today, uh, December 16th, were The Mummy in 1959, A Christmas Carol in 1938, Journey to the Center of the Earth in 1959, uh, Son of Godzilla in 1967, Ghost Story in 1981, The Keep in 1983, and the movie Battle Royale in 2000. Oh, nice. Man, it's been 20 years since... Wow. Um, okay. Also, tomorrow, since we uh, this will be when the podcast is coming out, December 17th, we have uh, The Telltale Heart that was released in 1953, King Kong was released in 76, and The Dark Crystal was released in 1982. Also, The Lord of the Rings... Return of the King was released in 2003 on December 17th. Happy 20 to Lord of the Rings. Well. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Hope everybody has happy and safe holidays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice to each other out there. Oh, yeah. It's a big one next week. So, uh, feast on the earth. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. You'll be doing all right. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And a Happy New Year.